Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Happy Wednesday to you. This has taken me a while to put out because I am just dragging ass today. It has been a rainy, dreary day in St. Louis, Missouri, and it has matched my mood, which feels good, but it also keeps you in that mood. I have tried to do so many of these podcasts already. I have This is probably my 20th take of this one, and I just keep um, feeling brain dead in the middle of it, and then I can't keep going, and it just becomes unusable. So we're going to try to keep this one, but who knows? Fingers crossed this one actually works out for me. I just, um, I started off today good. I woke up and I went to go on Instagram almost immediately and I didn't click on it. Like I didn't let my finger hit the Instagram little tile because I was just like, this is how you're going to start your fucking day. You open your eyes, you grab your phone and you're looking at Instagram where the DMs are already rolling in for the day. They always start immediately. I wake up and there's more DMs in my DM box and there are emails in my inbox and there's no DMs that are actually pressing. There's nothing I have to get back to as I covered yesterday on the show. There's never a single DM that um, requires an urgent reply ever. Not even, not once has there ever been that because if someone urgently needs to get in touch with you about something, they usually have your email or your phone number. So I shouldn't even be checking my Instagram first thing in the morning. And so I immediately pressed it. I pressed it, but I held it. And then I clicked the delete on it. And I took it off my phone. And then I meditated. And I fell asleep during my meditation like a million times, which just set the tone for the rest of the day. I mean, I am a sleepy bitch today. I think the road really wore me out. And I am just kind of exhausted from it, which I shouldn't be. I mean, it, 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 was, it wasn't that exhausting. I mean, it, there are people out there that like, I have to wake up and play with kids all day long and also do their jobs. And I don't know how you guys do it. I really don't. I feel so bad for people who actually have stuff to do, whereas I don't have a ton to do. I mean, today I had a call at 1130. I had a, what did I do? It. Um, I had a, a doctor's appointment at 12 um, on Zoom. Then I had a call with the Drew Barrymore show, another Zoom meeting at two um, to talk about that. But that's all I had to do. And then I had to do this podcast. That's all I had to do today. And I am so fucking tired. And yesterday was fairly easy. I mean, I traveled in the morning, but there's no excuse. I'm just feeling exhausted. And I really want to go for a run, but I've pushed it all day today. And if I don't do it, I tend to feel really guilty, especially if I have time to work out. I'm in that state again of like, if I don't work out every day, then I feel immense guilt. Not immense guilt. I used to feel that way. Now it's just like, okay, well, that's just what it is. But part of me also feels like, oh, you feel tired because you haven't run. You haven't moved your body. Let's see how many steps I have today. It's 636. Oh my God. 1900 steps for the day. That is ridiculous. I didn't even break 2000. Oh my God, I got to go for a run, but it's been raining. Excuses. Yeah, I took, and I've been ravenous all day. I've been 
so hungry and also no excuse for that because I've eaten plenty today. I don't know what's going on. I'm a growing girl. 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 Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do. After I get this podcast out, maybe I'll go for a run. But I also just want to eat dinner. I want to eat more. So many times before, I, I've been trying to do this podcast since 3 p.m. off and on. And I keep hitting a, a wall. And then I stop it. And then I go, oh, you know what you need is you need a snack. That'll make you podcast ready. Then I eat a snack. Then I don't feel sluggish more. Then I'm like, you need a nap. Then I went and took an hour nap. Nope, you need to play guitar. That'll get you like feeling things. Okay, did that. Didn't feel good after that either. I watched a beginner's tutorial of the song Better Man by Taylor Swift, which is a song I'm obsessed with right now. <clears throat> Taylor Swift sold one of her best songs I've ever heard. I mean, she does a version of it on her on YouTube. There's a verse there's like this live performance that she did. It's the best song. And I'm learning it on the guitar, her version, because she did it. She sold it to Little Big Town is the band that she sold it to. And they like, they, it was their first hit song, I believe. And she wrote it. I don't know when. If Taylor would have kept that song, it would have been one of her best songs ever. It is one of her best songs ever. It's so good. It's the lyrics are heartbreaking. And um, she does this version that I've been watching this live version. It's just so good. And I've been singing it and trying to learn how to sing it and, trying to learn how to play it and um i just watched this beginner's tutorial but on how to play it on the guitar and there's this like 18 year old girl teaching me how to play guitar it's so humiliating when these children are so talented and like kind of talking down to you as a beginner and it's so frustrating because i just can't play the way i want to and i know that i can like i have the same arms as people who can play guitar well. There's nothing preventing me from being good except that I can't, I haven't done it enough. And I always just think like, okay, Taylor Swift couldn't do comedy. Just remember that. Cause I just go, God, I just, if Taylor can do it, I wanna be able to do it. And I just, she's put in the 10,000 hours for guitar. I have not cut myself some slack, but it's frustrating to be bad at something. I hate being bad and when I did comedy, when I started out, I wasn't bad. I mean, I was looking back, I know it was bad, but I wasn't uncomfortably bad. There were days where there were sets where it was like I bombed wildly and I would cry and I would feel like I'm not cut out for this. And I remember sitting on a stoop outside this place called the Double Deuce in Topeka, Kansas after I ate shit in front of a crowd and I got heckled and I cried leaving the stage. And the boy, the guy that I lost my virginity to was on that show too. And he saw me bomb. It was so embarrassing. God, I look back on him. He was 26, and I literally think he was, like, the oldest man ever because I was 21. But I remember sitting on the, like, stoop outside and calling my mom and being like, I hate this, and I don't want to do it, and I'm not going to do it. This isn't what I'm cut out to do, and just, like, crying. And she's like, maybe it's not. <laughs> you don't have to do this. And I was like, that's not what I want to hear. So I felt uncomfortably bad at something before, but I just, that's why I don't like, I've never gotten good at a sport because I just don't like whiffing balls. I like taking whiffs of balls when I'm down there and I love a guy. <laughs> it's disgusting. But I just hate when I'm playing tennis and I whiff it. And that unsatisfaction of like not connecting with the ball, I just, I can't handle. And the same with playing guitar, like, when I can't get the strum down right and it just sounds awkward and the, the strings, I can't, 
I'm trying to do a bar chord. Like how do little tiny girls have so much strength in their finger to hold down all of those strings on a bar chord? I mean, it's crazy. I just wish my fingers were made of capos. That's for all the guitar players out there. Like I wish my finger had the strength of a capo. I wish that I had a capo on my finger constantly to hold down those bars because it, it just never sounds as good as when you put a capo down. I can't get that strength. And I know it takes practice. But anyway, so I'm trying to play that song because it's so good. I love songs with Better Man in the title. Maybe that's a thing. Like I just, the, the Pearl Jams, Can't Find a Better Man. Oh my God, I have been obsessed with that song this summer too. Because I, I used to have a joke about like, I keep getting back together with my ex-boyfriend because you know, I date other guys and I look back at him and I'm like, he's the best I can do. Um, and that's how I often feel in relationships. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, uh, and I, he never even minded that joke because he's a realist too, in the sense that like, sometimes you end up with someone because you can't find someone better. <laughs> like, they're not going to be perfect. Sometimes you do have to settle. And it's everyone anyone listening to this that is with someone you you go okay this is good enough you're you're not certain that there's not anyone better out there there's no way to be certain of that unless you keep dating and, and you put yourself out there you make a choice at one point to go this is good enough that's you know that's why it's hard for me to pick a car because i'm so worried i'm going to decide on a car and then i'm going to suddenly be like no i want a different car it's not oh shit I, I picked one before I I didn't know that there was that like I'm just scared of having regrets but um yeah I'm just realizing that like no relationship you end up in is going to be perfect so I'm going to have to concede some things that are maybe important to me but I do know that initially I should be pretty into the person and probably um not you know not I don't want to go into a relationship being like, oh, I'm not really into this, but I'm going to just put up with it. That's that stuff comes later. And then you go, Oh, I got it. I thought he was perfect, but he's not, but you know what? I'm already in this. So I'm going to learn to like this thing. That is a glaring flaw that will probably lead to our demise, but you don't go into a relationship seeing the glaring flaws and go, I'm just going to try to not see those on a first date. If they're already there, then I'm just not doing the first date. Right. I have a first date tomorrow um, on FaceTime with the guy from the other day that I talked about on Raya, and um, we are going to FaceTime. We've texted, and now we're going to FaceTime, and that'll be weird because my dad will be home in the next room. I also will have to take a shower and like look nice in the middle of the day, but I have a lot of stuff tomorrow anyway that I have to look nice for. I'm doing some... And this is today, by the way, for you guys. I'm doing a, um, if you look on my Instagram story, I'm doing some kind of charity show for teachers where I'm in a conversation with Jessica Kearson and some other female comics. And we're raising money for teachers. That is at 5 p.m. Eastern. And then at 6 p.m. Eastern, I am interviewing Anya Marina live on um, YouTube for uh, Talk House, which is the name of the podcast that it will be out on our conversation. So those things are happening. But at prior to these things, I'm going on a date at like 1 30, 1 o'clock my time. I don't even know when. It's the middle of the day. 
I'm not really nervous about it. It's just an, an, it'll be good or it won't be good. And then that will be the end of it. And I will be able to move on with my life and I won't feel bad. I just tend to think that there's just so many times I go on one date with someone and then I don't stop hearing from them and they keep texting me or they keep reaching out. And it's just like, it becomes a full-time fucking, not a full-time job, but it becomes a part-time job just replying to them. Again, this is my issue. What do you guys do when you go out with a guy or a girl and you don't like them and you don't really want to continue the relationship, but they keep texting you? You tell them that? You tell them I didn't really feel anything? I mean, I guess that's what you do. But I also tend to not want to slam any doors on opportunities. So that's my fault. I should just tell these people, like, it's over. Or for now, it's over. I've done that a couple times, but... So that's what I can do with this guy. If we have a conversation, I don't like it. I can just... And he wants to keep following up. I can just write to him and say, hey, I just don't want to do this right now. For whatever reason, that makes my stomach go into knots of having to tell someone that because I'm scared they're going to be like, I didn't like you anyway. You're fucking ugly. Why is that the fear? Why is that the fear? It's so stupid. Um, because it's never going to happen. That's who's, who says that? And every time I have said that to a guy, they're always like, I get it. I just thought you were really cool. And you know what it is? It's not the fear that they're going to lash out. It's the fear that I'm letting someone go that could be great because I'm scared of love. You're scared of love, Nikki. You're scared of the right person. You're always pursuing the wrong things. That's what guys say to fucking manipulate you sometimes. I've heard that a lot. And I talked about that with Anya. When I've broken up with guys before, they're like, you're scared. You're running because you're scared. My therapist used to say that. You're scared, Nikki. You're pushing away a good thing. And then you feel guilted into giving something a chance that you didn't even want to give a chance to. I also have another, not a date, but I am getting together with my ex-boyfriend tomorrow night. And we're having a game night with him, with his brother and his brother's fiance. So it's the four of us. Sounds like a date to me, but is it? Probably not. Probably just hanging out as friends. <laughs> Although there is like some sexy vibes there, so it'll still be fun. Um, I'm looking forward to actually hanging out socially and playing board games with people. Um, B-O-R-E-D. No, it's actually a fun game we're going to play. It's called Passwords. Passwords? I don't know. Um, and then we're going to order Thai food and I'll hang out. I'm actually really looking forward to it. So I have a lot going on tomorrow. And I really hope that I don't feel this way tomorrow because I've just been so tired today. So much lethargy lethargy um but today was amazing because i saw marion do the cutest thing ever and today i'll probably forget for the most part you know there's some days in your life that you truly remember nothing from like they could have almost not happened because you don't remember any detail from them isn't that wild about your memory is that people can remember like a conversation they had with you where you could meet someone or you could go somewhere go to a museum, go see a movie and not remember a damn thing about it. Not one thing. And it's not like you were wasted. That's what today was like today. It was a total wash, except for the fact that Marion did the cutest thing ever where she was playing in the next room. My dad and I were eating lunch and we were like, what's going on? We heard her like collar jingling. We we're like, what is happening in there? And we go and we look and she has found a cherry tomato that she is playing with and like tossing and then running up to and getting scared and then running away from and then tossing it again. And then like just flirting with this cherry tomato is, I mean, the tiniest little tomato and she is playing with it. She's so excited. Tomorrow I'm going to give her a blueberry and see how that goes or a gumdrop. I mean, 
adorable. I love her so much. She brings me so much joy. Last night, she had a piece of shit hanging off of her um, fur, and she was sliding her butt all over, trying to get it off of, like a dried piece. And my dad and I cut it out. My mom was like, just wash it off. And we were like, nope. And I just grabbed it and then cut it off. And that was that. Was that. You guys didn't need to know that. Did you need to know any of this today? So taking Instagram off my phone today was very therapeutic. I want to talk about that in a little bit. And I want to go through my Instagram and just walk you guys through my thought process when I go through it. I saw some things today that triggered me and I want to talk about it. And I thought it might be fun just to go hear me and my thought process going through Instagram. And maybe it will bring awareness to what I'm thinking about and how it affects my life. So we'll do that little experiment when we get back after this. Okay, we're back. Let me pull up my Instagram because I did erase it from my phone this morning and then I put it back on probably at like 2 p.m. because I just needed to do it and needed to see what my DMs were because maybe the celebrity I have a crush on DM'd me. No, he did not. I log on right now and I haven't pulled it up probably in a half hour. I have three DMs in my primary, which is like the ones I can just see. And then in my requests, let's see. Oh, 11 minutes ago was the last time I opened this. Um, oh no, 11 minutes ago was the last DM I got. So I'm getting a DM. I got a DM 11 minutes ago, 24 minutes ago, 38 minutes ago, an hour ago, an hour ago, an hour ago, an hour ago, two hours ago, two hours ago. These are DMs from people that knew DMs. So I'm getting one about every 11 minutes, which is a lot throughout the day. Let's, let me just open one. I, this person can't see that I've read this. Hey, Nikki, I'm not a big Joe Rogan bro, but I was browsing his podcast and stopped on your name. You did not disappoint. I listened to it almost without interruption, was laughing out loud in my accounts. In my accounts? People were looking at me funny, wondering if tears were happy or sad. I was wearing a mask. Thank you. My job can be really difficult and you made it so much fun. Hope you're feeling less anxious, nervous, whatever, heart. Okay, that was just from Arando. Um, another person, this was 24 minutes ago. You're beautiful. Anyone who doesn't see that is blind. Duck the comments. Um, nope. This is another one. 11 minutes before that. No blue tick, but that special. I don't know what that means. Another fan across the pond. You'd kill it here. You coming to London once this passes? Okay. So the, all of a sudden, that's the first question I've been asked that I probably feel guilty about not getting back to. Let's get, let's read this one. I'm not sure if you'll see this, but I just wanted to drop it in and say how truly great you are. This was at sent an hour ago. I love your pod. This is a girl. I love your pod and I love that you cover real life issues as well as blessing us with your superlative comedy. I'm also living at home with my 67 year old parents during the pandemic and it's been monotonous to say the least. So looking forward to daily pod has been a breath of fresh air. I'm bummed that I missed you in Yarmouth because that's basically my backyard, but my dad is super high risk for coronavirus, so I can't go anywhere in public right now. But I'm looking forward to all of the post-Rona shows I'll be able to go to. Keep being great, Nikki. Fucking Hannah. To these people taking the time to write me that, three paragraphs, telling me a, some, a personal issue that they're going through, telling me that they appreciate me. I really do have the best fans, and that touches my heart. I get messages like that all the time. Oh, God. And now, now here's one that'll bring me back to um, reality. And, and this is probably off the podcast the other day. Okay. This is from a guy for sure. This one was sent um, five minutes before that other girl's DM. I just wonder if you know how awful it feels when women talk about how cute a guy needs to be in order to date them. I know it's reality and there's nothing wrong with speaking your truth. I just wonder if you know how it feels for us uggos. Okay. Let me write back to this guy. Okay, you guys can listen to this in real time. Hold on, I'm going to have to hold the mic in a weird way. Hey, 
I'm really sorry that my message bummed you out. I relate to feeling like, oh, I'm going to erase like, I relate to feeling ugly and that, and it hurts when I hear men talk about how hot women are around me because I feel like, well, I'm not gonna write that. It, because I hear, okay. I relate to feeling ugly and it hurts when I hear men talk about how hot women are, period. Um, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. And I just want to say that I um, have dated guys of all levels of attractiveness, which is true. I'm not reading that part, but it is true. And although being hot is high on my list, ultimately it's empty and I'll admit I sound like a vapid C, I'm writing C not cunt, when I talk about being into hot guys. Sorry again. Hope you have a great day, ugly. I don't write ugly. All right, that, that's, that's the kind of thing I'll write back to people. He didn't deserve that, but maybe he did. Maybe that'll make him feel better. Um, so let's just go through my feed now and see how I process this. Okay. Okay, so there's a girl. My first thing when I pull it up is a girl doing stand-up, a picture of a girl doing stand-up. Um, and she is younger than me. She looks a lot like me. And she's super funny. I'm not going to say who it is because I just don't want to get into this. But it looks like a TBT she's posting about doing stand-up and missing doing stand-up, which is something that a lot of girls do. But she's really hot. And, um, yeah, she just looks like a young me, and so it's a little triggering. But not too bad because it's not like she's doing comedy now. This is from a while ago. Oh, the next picture is a good friend of mine who is kissing his beautiful wife on the forehead. And he says, but in the night he woke and held her tight as though she were all all of life and it was being taken from him. He held her feeling she was all of life there, there was, and it was true. This guy's super funny. He must be going through something, but I'm really happy for this guy to find a woman that makes him so happy. So this post actually made me happy to see a lovely couple that um, really loves each other. Although it does remind me of Honest Couple, which is one of my favorite Instagram accounts, which I don't even know if is active anymore, but it just makes fun of couples and their captions. So check that out if you want a good laugh. It's called Honest Couple. Okay, then the next picture is Paris Hilton. She always makes me feel a number of things, but mostly happy because I'm reminded that she is just like her documentary, which comes out um, in two weeks, made me really realize that all this perfection that I throw onto her isn't really real and that she struggles too. The next is, okay, let's see what else. Um, there's a picture of a girl who's 18 who I follow, which, you know, is pretty self-harm worthy if you follow someone that is that much younger and, and she's a model. And yeah, she just looks beautiful and 
Her hair looks a little thin, so it makes me feel better. She also um, doesn't seem to be sucking in so much. So her stomach, which I usually think is like so triggeringly tiny, looks like normal and I like it. Um, the next is a pair of earrings that have been targeted to me a million times and I probably will end up buying because they show up on my feed more often than I see my nieces. Um, oh, wow. It's the girl from the couple now that was the kissy couple. The same picture of him kissing her forehead gently. And now it's her and the caption is blank took this. And it's a, it's a cute little, it's like a schmoopy name. Schmoopy took this and there's a heart and I'm happy for them. Next is Neil Brennan. Um, Neil Brennan is tweeting a like meme that he wrote and it says, it just occurred to me how insane it was that Bradley Cooper got credit for putting Lady Gaga in a star is born. I'm, and then it's a quote, I'm going to take a chance on this lady to play the singer. It's super risky. She's only sold 27 million albums of singing. That's a great, um, that is a great joke. That's my problem with the, that was one of my many problems that I never articulated about A Star is Born, which is a stupid movie, even though, you know, I use the song and sing it with my dad, but that movie just is so dumb and it was so fun for my sister to watch it for the first time a couple of weeks ago and we were just talking shit about it as she watched, she was texting me and making me laugh so hard. We were just singing that song about how shitty the movie was and voice memoing each other the song, but changing the lyrics to like, I'm gonna look really sweaty, so it emphasizes that my character is on the outs, and my hair's gonna be greasy, so you feel bad for me, and you think that I need saving, and we just like, I don't know, it was really great, it was fun, okay, keeping going, um, keeping scrolling, uh, there's a girl that I follow who wrote a book, and she's, um, signing a book and it's not triggering me because I've let go of writing a book and I'm not going to worry about that until I get some Adderall and then I'll be able to do it because that's how people get things done in this business. I realize that everyone whose career I want is on Adderall. Keep it going. Um, <clears throat> let's see. There's, I'm trying to find things that trigger me. There's someone posting um, buds of weed. What's, this is Joey Coco Diaz is just posting weed, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. It's three buds of weed, one bigger than the next. And he wrote the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. One would think this would trigger me to think weed is cool. It kind of just makes me feel like, nah, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need it. Okay. Going on. Oh, there's a picture. Um, there's a video of, oh, that's not her house. Okay. That makes me feel better. It's a girl video of a girl and she's in a furnished apartment, which is triggering me because I'm stressing out about furnishing my apartment. Um, here's a meme from an account I follow called my therapist says, it says me, colon, skincare, my other organs, colon, please help us. <laughs> Dude, memes are funnier than stand-up comedy sometimes. I'm just like, that would be a great stand-up comedy joke. Do you want me to hear that, do that as a joke? Um, I'm tired of, I, I buy too much skincare products. That's all I invest my time in. My face, I spend thousands of dollars on every month. My other organs are like, hi, um, could you like maybe spend a dime on us? That's just like a really shitty version of that joke. But it's still like, I think of all the time, like if you want to be a stand-up comedian, just steal, I mean, don't do this because it's wrong, but like just take memes and write them as jokes. 
seriously don't do that please don't do that that is not good but sometimes i'm just like god memes are funnier than stand-up um here's a picture of jessica simpson's kids that's really triggering to me because the little girl is gorgeous and like already looks like a model and has amazing blonde hair and it's like thicker than mine and she's like 10 and she's a really cool jacket on and her mom is jessica simpson which probably isn't that easy and she has those dirty shoes that have the stars on them. You know those shoes that are like $500 and they're dirt, they look dirty and they have a star like a on them. You know what I'm talking about. They're white, but they're dirty. She has those shoes. And I'm just yeah, I'm I get like I said yesterday on the podcast about Jean Benet Ramsey. I get jealous of young girls that are beautiful cuz I'm like, yeah, you're probably going to like fucking in 10 years guys that I want to date will be wanting to date you and they probably will. Um, there's, oh, Britney Spears posted. Okay, let's see what she's up to. Oh, she's doing the thing where she posts one picture of herself in three different, and she does three different filters on it. Her caption, another sneak peek of just a touch of rose, which is the quote. And to the peeps who think I'm posting the same pics, well, you know us girls, dot, 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 dot. God, there's nothing more obnoxious than people who don't know how to use ellipses. It's three dots, not two, not four, three dots. That's all you need to like, show time has passed or to be flirty three dots i'm post into all the peeps who think i'm posting the same pics and to all the peeps who think i'm posting the same pics dot 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 well you know us girls dot 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 it's the same top and same hair but if you look at the details it's a completely different picture kissy kiss 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 emoji exclamation mark times five she writes p-s-s-s-s oh i get it she's doing p-s i thought she was doing like but it's PSSS. First pick is the original. No retouches. What the fuck is she talking about? It is the same picture. It's the same picture with a different filter. She doesn't make any sense, but God love her. Save Brittany. Let me see if there's anything else to be triggered by. Oh, great. It's the swimsuit company I bought a swimsuit from trying to sell me more swimsuits. I don't want more of your swimsuits because the one I bought, I can't even wear because the straps are too baggy and they make my boobs look too saggy. So it's totally unwearable. If anyone wants a swimsuit, I will legit send it to you. If you have medium-sized boobs and you want a swimsuit and you don't mind if your tits are literally at your ankles because there is no support in the – I mean, I guess I could adjust it and just, like, maybe cut – maybe have it tailored. Going to a tailor stresses me out. I'd rather just throw – I have a pair of pants that I spent $70 on and all they need is tailoring and – I'll probably, I almost just gave them to my mom to sell on eBay the other day. And then she was like, really? I would love to. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to let you make $50 off these pants. I want, I'm going to go take them to the tailor. And I won't. They're just in my closet and gather dust. Um, I blocked a couple people or I muted a couple people today because I don't want to hear about people working on um, things that I'm jealous of. So anyone going on the road, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see any comedians on the road. That's why I was reluctant to post pictures of me doing comedy on the road because I don't want to make other people jealous about me going on the road and then they go on the road and then I get jealous of them. How fucked up is that thinking? Just being honest. There's like an account I follow called Madeline's House 72 and it's like just cool um, design, which I was really into when I was getting ready to design my apartment. And there's a living room on that now that I'm like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I just want to keep, I'm going to just save to collection and keep that. Okay. So that is a trip through my Instagram. Nothing too triggering right now. Something that cool on Instagram today is Joe Rogan posted a video um, advertising his new podcast with Spotify. 
and I'm on the reel of like celebrities that he's interviewed and there's like a pretty big part that I'm in, which was really cool. Ooh, just Jared. This is an account I follow, a celebrity account. Kanye West, there's a picture of him interrupting Taylor Swift at the VMAs. Kanye West has revealed the real reason why he interrupted Taylor Swift at the 2009 VMAs when she won over Beyonce for best female video. Tap this link in the video. Okay, let's go to find out why. Here we go. Let's find out the real reason Kanye did that. Mental illness. Okay. God ain't want me to run on stage and say Beyonce had the best video. He would have sat me. If God didn't want me to run on stage and say Beyonce had the best video, he wouldn't have sat me in the front row. That's not true. You were in the front row because you're one of the most famous people alive. That's not why. That's why he did it. If you don't know well to, okay. Um, right now, God is giving me the information, Kanye told Nick, Nick Cannon on Cannon's class, Nick's podcast. If God ain't want me to run on stage and say Beyonce had the best video, he wouldn't have sat me in the front row. Okay, we already heard that. I would have been sitting in the back. It wouldn't have made it so ridiculous of an idea because I had never heard of this person before. And Single Ladies is like one of the greatest videos of all time. And I was only drinking Hennessy because I didn't want to go to the award show because it was all, it was a setup. Okay, well, that's not really a good reason, but it was interesting. I thought it was going to be like, because I was mentally ill that day, but instead it was like, here's more mental illness for you guys to decipher. Um, but, you know, I wish him well. Um, all right. What is this article? Oh my God. Ed Sheeran had a baby. Holy shit. Ed Sheeran welcomes baby girl with Cherry Seaborn. This bitch's name is Cherry Seaborn. Names are fucking hilarious. Okay. Find out her name. Okay. Let's find out the name of the baby. Are you guys ready? Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. Wow. They, they hyphenated that last name. I like that. Lyra Antarctica. Or maybe it's Lyra. I like it. I don't hate it. I keep thinking of really good girl names. My new favorite girl name, if I had a daughter, would be Dottie. I think Dottie's a cool name. It's also a, a name in a Taylor Swift song that I love. Um, but I think I'm just, maybe that'll be the next, I'll name a bird that or something. Um, is there anything I need else I need to go over? Um, Oh, yeah. I wanted to read you guys some of these. This is hilarious. I found this on Reddit last night. It was under Ask Reddit, and it was students slash teachers of Reddit. What's the best forgot to turn off the mic story during virtual learning? So, you know, like in Zooms, I go to Zoom meetings for different things that are anonymous all the time. And there's been some funny, like, moments where people forgot to turn off their mic. And so it was funny just to read all of these. I want to share some with you. One said, I had to defend my thesis over Zoom and many professors came in, to call, in the call to watch. My thesis was about immune response in fish to parasites. One professor joined late and forgot to mute her mic and we, and we got treated to this little gem. Quote, shh, mommy is learning about fish parasites, which is what you'll get if you don't stop peeing in the koi pond. That's cute. Okay, um, here's another one. Some guy's mother started yelling at him. Turn down the freaking sound. I am so sick of listening to your classes the whole day. Go to the balcony and continue from there or just bloody drop out of uni, along with a set of a few swear words. Our professor muted him, so I don't really know what happened next. I'm guessing he developed low self-esteem, which led to a lifetime of pursuing abusive relationships. Okay, um... Oh, I've seen this before. Girl forgot to turn off her mic and started screaming at her parents in Chinese. I wish I understood what she said. After a few minutes, she gasped loudly when she realized she didn't mute it. I love that. 
thing right after. I love when you realize and you're like, oh, shit. Someone wrote that they like farted and they muted it to fart, but then they realized they unmuted it to fart. So can you imagine just unmuting and just letting out a huge fart and then having everyone hear it and just knowing they all heard it? That's the problem with Zoom is that you can't hear your own mic. So you just think you're getting away with murder. I thought some of these would be better, to be honest with you. Um, okay, let me read a couple more. We're getting down on the list, so it's might. Um <clears throat> During my English class, this one girl forgot to mute herself. While my teacher was talking, she almost deafened all of the Zoom call answering her mother's questions. Her mom, from a distance. What class are you in? Her. English. Her mom. Oh, the hot teacher? Um, the, her. Yeah, that guy. And she goes, now, even I'll admit my teacher is fairly attractive, but it does take it to another level when you get your own mother involved. <laughs> That's so true. Like, you know, this girl has talked to her mom about the hot teacher and her mom's like, which one? Oh, the hot one. Thankfully, our teacher is a chill guy. And he thought the whole thing was just kind of funny and kind of just gave a general reminder to the class to keep the mics muted. She didn't say anything for the rest of the class. Someone commented, hell, it probably made his week. Oh my God. That's so funny. And then someone else wrote, even good looking guys don't get that many compliments. So yeah, that's a shame. I hope good looking guys get compliments. And I hope ugly ones DM me and tell me to be nicer about talking about when guys are hot. Because it is, to be honest with you, to go back to that, it is triggering when guys, a lot of times I hang out with guy friends and they just talk about women in a way that they talk about us behind our backs that I get to see, like, they talk about our looks so much and they pick us apart and they, they talk about things that you think, you know, we all think that guys don't notice little things. Well, they fucking do. And they it's you just I just realized like every time I go like I don't know when I leave a table of guys I'm always like oh my god what are they saying about me what are they saying looks good what are they saying looks bad and like how are they picking me apart and it makes me like worried and it does it does trigger me when I hear guys talk about how hot girls are and like how important being hot is and all that stuff it like it hurts my feelings um because I feel like, oh God, it, that's all that matters. But it isn't, the truth is it isn't all that matters. And that's what I wanted to get at even yesterday. And I didn't talk about it. So the other day I was talking to my friend who is a guy who used to take Adderall and he was telling me that he no longer takes it. Not because I was telling him that I wanted to start taking it because it's really helped me when I have taken it. It's helping me write papers, write jokes, focus, clean my room, call my grandma. I mean, both my grandmas are dead, so I don't need it to call them anymore. But it does make me, it did make me one time on a road trip when I had to drive like 11 hours, I took an Adderall and it sounds like I'm taking one right now, but I'm not. But I called my grandma on that road trip and we talked for like an hour to the point where she was like, I got to go, Nikki. And my grandma just lived at home alone. Like there was nowhere she had to go. And I really was like, felt like I was doing her such a favor by calling her, but I was probably talking about the speed. So it was probably not good, but we did have a great discussion about love and life. And like, I'll never forget that conversation with my grandma that was totally brought to you by Adderall. So I was talking to this friend and he was saying that he quit taking Adderall because it um, one of the side effects was hair loss. And he's so paranoid about losing his hair that he didn't want to take it. And I swear to God, like I, this is someone that I like am attracted to this guy. And I was like, if this guy went bald, I would still love him. I would still be capable of loving him if he went bald. And yet I don't afford myself the same leniency with uh, you know, if someone loves me, they'll let me go bald. And the truth is they will. If someone wants to be with me because my hair is thick or wouldn't want to be with me because my hair is thinning, then I don't want to be with that person. 
However, the problem is to attract that person initially, which I was just talking about, right? When I was talking about the first date I'm going on where those glaring flaws initially might, might make you not even take the first date. Whereas if they come later on, you can put up with them. So if I meet someone now with good hair and then I start losing it, then that'll be permissible. But I can't go into a first date with thinning hair. My point is, is I can just let it all go once I find someone to love me for life, but it's never guaranteed. I got to go. What am I talking about? This has gone on longer than it's needed to, but we got through it. I'm excited to do the podcast tomorrow. Now I'm in like podcast mode, man, the mood has lifted. I'm going to go for a run. Maybe actually it's too dark. No, it's not. Oh God. I wish it were. Don't you ever wish it were darker than it was? So you have an excuse not to work out. Ah! All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow on here. I hope that you got something out of this. I know I did. I, I'm, if you compare my voice now to the beginning of the show, a lot different energy. I love you. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Squirt, squirt. Jackpot. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 